0: today you were going to kill it. Or at least maim it. You're going to make it cry. Yahoo! It's Friday night. I'm putting on my highest heels, my shortest skirt, my best device for concealing my penis, and I got everything I need. I got my body, got my
1: Oh, I feel bad having this, uh, this ep- doing this episode without Jace being that one of the episodes is going to be one of the ones we talk about the most. Being advanced K.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think oh. there's there's a lot of important topics to broach here, and I am sorry that Jace is going to be missing because this does feel like right up their alley. The, yeah, one hundred percent. The conglomeration of spooky and. Uh, what I'm sure will be a very nuanced discussion about this episode's handling of gay culture. Sure. And I will I will not uh play any cards in that direction yet, uh uh listeners and will somebody, wait for the good
1: bits. And as somebody the and because somebody, i 'cause I'm gonna stutter through it. As somebody decided decidedly straight AF. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, uh moving on. Uh I will say that <laughs> most opinions are valid. some opinions are more valid than others and that is simply the way I feel like there's this mistake we made by telling kids that everyone's input is valuable that is <laughs> there's not no true such
1: thing is a dumb question that is not true um
0: you know it, we we told kids and I'm not one of those guys that's like we give out too many trophies I feel but I feel like we maybe... <laughs> we maybe gave them too much stock. Into yeah, we give out too many trophies. Who's doing that? It's not it's not the kids getting the trophies. You're the one giving out all the trophies. Whatever. Um, yeah, blame the victim. Blame <laughs> us for getting yeah yeah. for receiving trophies. Oh no. What um, have we done? <laughs> yes. What what uh, what did oh I what did I do me personally by by <laughs> accepting those participation awards for attendance. That we we unfortunately told a lot of kids everyone's opinion is valid. You know everyone's everyone's input is equal, and and that's just not true. That's, no,
1: if it was even slightly true, the world would be a much much worse place.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know there there is the yield to authority fallacy where anyone in authority you just take them like immediately at your word. Like obviously you don't do yeah. that. However, let's say. For the sake of a, a hypothetical situation, let's say there's a deadly virus that is spreading across the world. Right? You know, a okay. far flung hypothetical situation.
1: Yeah, I have, I have a really hard time imagining this. Go on though.
0: Pulling pulling this I'm one weird. out of my ass. You know, I've been I've been playing uh, the board game Pandemic. Uh, so uh, let's say there's a there's a virus spreading across the world, and. Um, you know, there's all these different opinions being thrown around about what we should do. You know, Dr. Fauci is weighing in. Various immune and, and epidemiologists are, are, uh, are weighing in and, and giving their expert view. And there's some nuance there. You know, we're learning new facts all the time. And, and, and the, what the truth is, you know, science can never really know. What we can do is adapt when we learn new truth. What is
1: this science? I heard it was mostly witch hunts and poppycock.
0: Yeah, 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 and you could choose to listen to the scientists, or you could choose to listen. to— I love
1: the like emotive. Or,
0: or uh, this is not a video uh, uh, podcast, but I am, I am uh, really doing. I'm doing some like elaborate uh, hand gestures here. You could listen to the worldwide community of epidemiologists. Or you could listen to, like, a health blog that tells you that actually we need sunshine and hugs. So do not listen to <laughs> what I want to You know, you could, you could listen. You could be, or like, the people I'll in my... One, I'll do you one better. No,
1: you me. could listen to a pseudoscientific blog that says we need to sun our taints.
0: <laughs> yes, you could listen to that. And I'm not saying that your taint doesn't. That your taint ain't important. That it, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it is. You know, because it, you know <laughs> the 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 Grundle, the Gooch. It, it's it a part of the anatomy like any other, um, and everyone's is different. And he I'm
1: said, not the Grundle, the Gooch. The Grundle,
0: the Gooch. Um, uh, yeah, shit. that is a that is a, my uh, porn parody of Beowulf. Um, but um, <laughs> but um, you know, you could listen 100%. to that. And I'm, I'm not saying that son is harmful. I'm not saying that that's fully wrong. I am saying that like on the lit, on Maslow's hierarchy of needs if the taint really needed sunshine it wouldn't be where it is do you know what no, i mean no
1: like legi- <laughs> like this is people it's people it's it's wild because the people sunning their taints are people that like would would probably by and large deem themselves liberal and like yeah those two things combat themselves pretty harshly when you realize <laughs> that like you can't espouse to believe in science and then believe some pseudoscience. Yeah. But then at the same know, time, it does a lot of work in like explaining to those of us on the outside how easy it is to convince somebody something that is not real is real.
0: Yes. And you know, whether you Which believe Which should be far in, more terrifying to people than it is. Indeed. um, and, and whether or not you believe in, you know, say there's a, a Kinsey scale between creationism and evolution, right? And whether you believe in full creationism or full evolution or something along that spectrum, generally on earth, things are where they are supposed to be. You know, uh, the fish at the bottom of the ocean don't need sunshine. They figured out a way to not need it. And so they're at the bottom of the ocean. So they don't need that. Um, and in the (laughs) same way, if your taint needed sunshine, it would be on your face. If your taint needed sunshine, it would be called like, an arm, and it would be right here on the body.
1: Fucking would... <laughs> <laughs> image.
0: I do know of
1: some people with taints on their on their faces. Like, is some, a like a surgery? surgery? Is... <laughs> no, I just meant
0: their ass asshats. Oh, okay. It's a medical condition <laughs> uh, called yeah. head assery, actually, <laughs> and uh, they they uh, people uh, prove that they are victims of it every single day. They try to. And this is, of course, Advanced Community Science, (laughs) a podcast where we watch uh, the American television comedy community one or two episodes at a time. We are the premier, first and only podcast of the Yahoo Screen Podcasting Network. Uh, I am one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan. And look at me now, Dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the daddy host, the hostess with the mostest kids. (laughs) and (laughs) that's that's true fact it's true it's true uh and in in the spirit of a conversation that may or may not make it into this podcast but one that kevin i certainly had dude just told his dead dad to suck it
0: dude just told his dead dad to suck it
1: (laughs) it's one of my so that line's good like period but but donna glover's delivery of that line is so good that like stare into the distance trying to fathom something <laughs> while being like right next to somebody is <laughs> very good. It's that's, very good.
0: Uh, exceptionally good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not here, uh, to air out. Um, uh, I just sent the completely wrong emoji and a message to Jace. Jace is of course on assignment. And so <laughs> it really conveyed the wrong message. Oh God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Uh, and, troublesome
0: yeah uh so i i just clarified um uh i i don't talk about my own uh family life a lot on this show not because i'm like embarrassed or i wouldn't share but also like it's not only my story it's like my siblings stories it's like my my mom's story as well and i will tell you any number of dumb embarrassing or sad things that i have done (laughs) or are directly related to me Because I, that's fine. But it's not always my story to tell. Uh, That being said, my dad can suck it. Uh, He is still alive, but he can suck it.
1: Similarly, (laughs) so can mine.
0: So can mine. Uh, Alright, I have no orders of business And our last episode was like two and a half hours long uh, Dare we uh, attempt to Slam dive Duffy's right bitch. into these, yeah, these two episodes of Community <laughs> First up, season three, episode five Horror fiction in seven spooky steps uh, Directed by Tristram Shapiro Written by Dan Harmon The rare Dan Harmon writing credit on an episode he almost never has them, even though we we know he like does revisions of every script, but he's not an Aaron Sorkin or or one of those guys that like gets the credit on most or Noah Hawley, like any of those guys sure, um, yeah. who usually get the writing credit. So I just I don't know. I think that's interesting that he ended up being the the voice on this one um, in this episode. Uh, after receiving back some psych evaluations, Britta determines that one member of the study group has homicidal tendencies, uh, is uh, a psychopathic Dorito, a cool ranch lunatic, and. Cool uh, ran- She says lunatic, funny. Lu- she says cool like a lunatic. cool ranch lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so in the most uh logical step for uh a halloween episode has the group tell scary stories to try and suss out um who might be the murderer among them uh, it's really
1: a phenomenal setup i'm really i'm really a fan of like this being a, a, a measuring stick type of episode i love it i love it i love it
0: I like the measuring. St- I like the view we get into how right. each of these characters would tell a story and vis a vis kind of how they view each other. I think the like the Annie story is particularly interesting in that regard. But <laughs> I find this the premise that like one of the study group members it might be a murderer. I find that a little too sweaty. I think that's, sure. I don't need that because I, the audience know that none of them are, and right. that is definitely not going to be the resolution here. I, so I, I don't need that extra bit of emphasis. Um, that's, that's just, uh, perhaps personal taste. Cause like on a Simpsons Treehouse house of horror, which is also a, a, yeah. a Halloween anthology, they never have excuses like that it's just like i don't know bart and lisa are telling some scary stories and that's all we really need uh but it seems as if you feel differently and that's
1: okay it's not that it's not that i'm in like a position where i'm like this is one of my favorites but i do like the conceit of like because you know i you would imagine writing a show that's now in its third season and in the surplus of 50 episodes is 40 we're at 50 Close to fifty episodes, um, you maybe don't run out of ideas, but like having something fresh and unique every episode sometimes is a challenge, and we've seen that before in episodes that are kind of duds with a capital with in in all caps, honestly. But like this episode being like we've done Halloween before, and we've had the zombie thing, and we've had the the weird student led Halloween mixer thing. Mm. Uh, so where do we go from here? And then, like, supplanting any of the normal run-of-the-mill ideas you would have with, like, what if we had several Halloween episodes bundled into one and have them in the voices of our characters? It's 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 cool. I'm a fan of it. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I get
0: about. it. I, I yeah. like the exploration. I, I'm not even against, like, okay, we are using this as a psychological test. I think I just... T- the the murderer bit is perhaps just one scotch too far for me. Uh, sure, and I just I just I just don't think we need it. It doesn't really add stakes to the episode for me because again, like my outside brain knows that no, of course, like Shirley is not an axe murderer or something like sure. that. Sure, uh, sure, but that's just that's just my surely, own, uh, Surely she isn't. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'll say it again are you sure I can't bring anything <laughs> 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 to Britta's spread of em- empty taco shells um <laughs> fruit loops <laughs> there's there's like one other thing on the table it's, like a, it's
1: um, not a bowl of olives because that's that's two. yeah because that's the the, that's obviously the last episode. one yeah but yeah it's it's sad.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. real sad. It's it's a bummer. Uh, and she again, doesn't, are you sure? I can't bring anything. Uh, you NPR podcast playlists. On, uh, Errol Morris interviewing Michelle Norris. Don't worry. They address. They it. address it. I don't know. I don't know why that joke kills me.
1: <laughs> it's her excitement over something that you know. The rest of the group was like, "Yo, this is fucking stupid." Don't worry.
0: They address it. That is how I feel a lot of the time, though. Uh, Not specifically about, like, NPR, but about any number of the dumb things I like or or podcasts that I listen to. I'm like, okay, but they're doing this. And an outside person is like, okay. (laughs) mm, cool. I don't care about the intricacies of the Doughboys podcast. (laughs) Woo. Oh, they're finally doing McDonald's. Okay. (laughs) Great. Um, so I, I definitely, this is one of those moments where I, my soul imprints on Britta Perry and I, I understand her, um, in a way that I don't always understand people. Sure. But let's, uh, and of course, you know, we can't, we can't skim by it. This is the incredible Beetlejuice payoff. Uh, Caleb, I'm sure we've, you're familiar.
1: I am only familiar because of, uh, the, the good works that y'all have done. I was not
0: aware of this
1: much like I wasn't aware of the Abed <laughs> delivering a baby, much like, a, you know, like...
0: The monkey uh, stealing the pen. Uh, right. Oh, my yeah. God. That blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I was like, what?
1: <laughs> it just <sighs> yeah, broke yeah. me. I had no idea.
0: Yeah. They use, that's the,
1: that's the benefit it. of, like, having things that you do pay an extreme amount of attention to uh, and then being a part of a podcast full of people that also pay a lot more attention than they should to things cuz normally I'm the <laughs> only person that's like did you notice that uh and it's a much too much to the chagrin and like boredom and like constantly tired face of my wife who's oh. just like are you fucking like again and I'm like hey hey that glass was more full last scene you know this is a <laughs> it, it's a good time to be in good company you know what I'm saying
0: oh absolutely yes i i think a lot of i will say people and i even mean more specifically men have podcasts to save their partners from the the stresses of being (laughs) with someone that would do a podcast does that make sense like by my yeah homie i do
1: like four a week i have i have to put on such not blinders but like just like I have to put the I want to talk about this spam filter on several times mm-hmm. when I'm watching a thing, so my wife's not like, "Why did I do this?"
0: <laughs> why, yeah, why did, do... why did I do this? And two kids, two kids, with... <laughs> and this, <laughs> with um, this,
1: exactly, this? Uh,
0: yeah. So that's I, I think you know, as much as uh, people make fun of podcasts, and for the record, they should. Um, it is, uh, I think, say in the same way that as much as we make fun of man caves, I do think man caves save marriages. I do think like having a space for your, for your husband to be annoying only to themselves is is, essential. Is essential. You need uh, some buffer or some space. It's just, it comes with being around a person too much. Yeah. Um, That having a place where they can disappear and just do the things that are interesting to them, or you know, sub out man cave for woodworking in the garage or fucking any x number quantity. Uh, but I, I do think these things help relationships in a certain yes. in a certain sense. Yes. Uh, but community. The um the <laughs> but the show is. I am such a sucker for these episodes where we get to see. How each character tells a story, the way that they view other people. I I also laugh at any joke where someone with an official radio voice or newscaster voice says things in the colloquial way that like dumb people say them. He has a thingy <laughs> on his hand, a hook thing where his hand should be.
1: <laughs> it's like, so good. It's so good.
0: Any of those jokes are good. Or like you know, in the in the story that Abed tells. Uh, where it's it's him and Britta and, and Abed behaves in, like, the most rational way possible. And, like, watching Gillian and Britta deliver, like, Abed's impression of, like, a rational woman. I hope you're as fertile as I am tonight. I'm uh, turned on by your shiny hair and facial symmetry. Uh, just, like, all of that shit. Compounds. I love so the Shirley story. The the Shirley story. Gay okay, marriage. <laughs> um. Yeah. The the Deanville is an iconic. Look. I will. I will. You know. I will. I will. Props to this right now. Very attracted to the Deanville. Very just like into that whole scene. Cannot just, explain oh, it. Oh yes. Just like mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. The. Mm, yeah, I the this glam doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> I this doesn't awaken. The glam and the bald and Jim Ram- so fit fits into that costume and the and the leggings and the it's a it's a look it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's, so,
1: it's so good. It's so uh, good. And then after that, Pilates. That doesn't sound bad. It's a demon that eats your
0: genitals. <laughs> it's a demon that eats your genitals. Yeah, uh, I feel yeah, like, like
1: the deanville needed, and I'm editorializing because that's what we do when we go on, on tangents. I feel like the Deanville deserved an appearance in the in the bad place <laughs> w- during the show the good place. Uh because it would have been incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. to show but... up at the in the bad place where like everyone <laughs> the Uh <laughs> sorry to talk about the good place two weeks in a row. But the conception that show's conception of the bad place that it is just Douchebags and the most annoying, like office drones, (laughs) is so
1: funny. And this and their reliance on penis flattening as being one of the things that they talk about a ton.
0: Oh, no more more
1: penis flattening,
0: no more penis flattening. I am the arbiter of all things good and evil from now until the end of time. My name is Sean. That's
1: uh, very good. It's very it's, good.
0: Uh very good. Good place. Good show. Uh, ch- check it anyway,
1: out. Anyway, Dean, Deanville Deanville would have fit in well. Yeah, the Deanville is important, adventures.
0: and this, this straight rip of after-school specials or, like, the videos they would play in church youth group.
1: Oh, God, Surely coming down and being... <laughs>
0: I'm my
1: way to Abraham's bosom,
0: <laughs> and like it seems ridiculous. And then you watch straight up Christian with a capital any, C media, yeah,
1: any Sunday school media, <laughs> and You're that like, is
0: exactly what it is.
1: You're like, oh fuck, that <laughs> this is exactly this is referential, is. not parodical. Like, right. it's it is like, a parody still, but like it's so referential
0: that like barely parodical, <laughs> yeah. like feeling like you think it's like nine degrees but it's actually like one degree parody? Yeah, yeah.
1: even like Jeff dumping weed dust all over his body.
0: No, yeah. it's Britta. Oh, that is my kind of ball. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so hilariously misinformed because it's so good. Uh, so
0: great. It's I'm so not afraid of Locus. I've lived in New York.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like New York, York out
0: there. <laughs> I love that practical shit. Anytime someone like Walks out, walks back in, and delivers a line. Oh, that's classic like vaudeville comedy good. shit. I'm sure there's like a split down the camera that they didn't just like push Gilead out the door, dump blood on her head, and push her back in. But <laughs> it's not it's not much different than that. It's still like a good in camera like special effect.
1: It's very good. There's the uh, the line after this specific uh, scenario as well where Pierce. Is like, where was Jeff, and why was my name? (laughs) What is why was my name
0: Django? Django, (laughs)
1: Django. Uh,
0: When did this? When did this episode come out in relation to Django? Uh, October twenty seventh. Almost a full year before. Uh, So yeah, full year before. So this is not a Django Unchained reference, uh, because I Django Unchained was barely a twinkle in our eye. Uh, it was, it was just... Well, Django was a movie in the 60s first. Yeah, Django was, like, a long stand... At least, like, a character. There's, like, 50 Django movies. It's, like, this weird thing that, that Tarantino decided to continue. That he would, like, grab the ends of this, like, series of barely connected movies about this one character and just do another one. Uh, yeah. Which I respect. That kind of uh, nerd bullshit.
1: Yeah, and the homie that played Django was in the the, the Tarantino Django.
0: I was about to say, you're not talking about Jamie Foxx,
1: right? Oh, no, no, the... no, no, no.
0: I, I always forget this person's name.
1: Um, I'm going to see if I can look it up real quick. But he's like a well-known Italian, Franco Nero. known Italian actor who's been around for fucking ages.
0: Sure, dog. If he's in yeah. the original Django's.
1: yeah. He was in he Django 66, Django. and then he was in Django Unchained which is amazing.
0: That's wild. What a trajectory. What yeah. a career.
1: What a trajectory.
0: That movie dusts off a lot of people. That's how we get the Don Johnson uh revival. It comes from, you know, we don't we don't is get Don Donald. Johnson in that room. Yeah, he's like his name is like Pappy or something. Like he's one of the you know the, the, the there are two big like uh what is the fucking where did Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds get married. Plantation. There's a big uh plantation. <laughs> there are two big plantation owners, and one of them is obviously Leonardo DiCaprio as Calvin J. Candy, uh, and the other is Don Johnson. That's oh, where, he's the one that
1: rides up on the horse or on the no, maybe not.
0: He's the one when they when they find those brothers in the in the scene where Django like whips the shit out of that dude. He yeah. is the guy that owns that plantation. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, yes, yes. 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 Tarantino just went like, "All right, let me. Oh, I like Miami Vice. Uh, who's? <laughs> let me just read Let me polish off a little, <laughs> little Don Johnson. Uh,
1: yeah. Hey, Don Johnson, and I share a birthday. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That's um, nice. I'm, 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 I'm happy for Don Johnson's resurgence because his role in Watchmen and in Knives Out was quite very oh, good. Ah,
0: Watch. I forgot he's in watch- I forgot he's in Watchmen because he's in like a couple episodes. Like, well, spoiler- he's. Spoilers ostensibly
1: for. alive for one
0: episode yeah uh spoilers for the television show Watchmen. things do not what go well this? for don johnson's character no. <laughs> <laughs> uh and i i don't know i think you can spoil a pilot like i think you could spoil the first episode of something this seems uh,
1: to be the least offensive way this to, to pretty talk pretty about severely it, right? yeah
0: yeah um i won't and we already did like a big like spoiler talk about the watchman tv show on this pod. What it the did. fuck were we talking about? Speaking of ancient TV shows that we're all too young to have heard of, the <laughs> The Pierce uh, fantasy sequence in this episode. Oh uh, my god. Which if you do a <laughs> Google image search by this episode's title, the first like eight results are that one shot of the three ladies in their in their <laughs> their oh, night no. in their teddies. Yeah, sure. In their uh, teddies. Which, like, and like, listen. I know people are horny. I get it, uh, but I was looking for like a picture of the Dean Devil or Troy carrying Abed. I was looking for something along those lines, and sure. I just got like pages. You have to go to page two to find something that's not our our three lovely ladies of community pretending like they want to have sex with Chevy Chase.
1: Troy says, "Oh my cock, right?" Because the, when, the subtitles say God, but it's absolutely not a D at the end of that sentence.
0: I have always heard, oh my God, and I've never until this moment thought that he said cock. But now that you have uh, put that cock in my head, I am afraid <laughs> that now I will never be able to unhear it.
1: You will I'm, not, I'm, because it's all I can hear. I'm he stuck says, in oh it. oh my God." It's impossible to, to unhe- it's a sneak, it's a sneak. It's he's trying to, he's sneak. trying
0: to, he's trying to sneak the cock in. Yeah, I understand. Um, <laughs> sorry, you keep setting him up. I don't know, like, you, you're mad that you put the ball on the tee, and I keep hitting it off the tee ball. <laughs> like, why would you keep putting it there if you didn't want me to hit it? Yeah. That's all I have to say in defense of myself. Um, it's fine, That's okay. fine. Uh, this is a very funny episode. Not one of my all-time faves, but I can also watch this episode pretty much any time and uh, make it through. I, if if you will, I would like to sit here for a moment and really psychoanalyze Annie Edison specifically through the lens of the story <laughs> she tells in this episode. Because it's a lot. It's if a we dude. if if we accept each story as you know they all take place in this one cabin the cabin of the collective unconscious yeah. uh that that all the characters share and and we accept can we esta- this is some nerd shit can we establish the rules that like each vision that we see is specifically like exactly what the character telling the story is seeing in their head sure sure okay just just for the for the sake of truly do they have the ability to
1: then transfer that image in their minds directly and efficiently to the people listening or are they all are they all seeing the same thing is what i'm asking well we're definitely seeing the imagination of the speaker but are Mm -hmm. the listeners in the show also seeing the imagination of the speaker
0: i would say no they are not seeing exactly the same thing um that obviously, because
1: Pierce didn't recognize himself as not being Jango. Precisely. Yeah.
0: Precisely. Um, that obviously, like, Pierce made it way, way, way too obvious in his telling of the story, which is how everyone saw through it. Um, sure. Or, and Troy did as well. That, like, no, I said he was a crazy old racist doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm your crazy old racist friend.
0: Yeah, or at least I Very. was. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Another another episode in the beginning of season three that is like, is the study group gonna fall apart? Um, it's it they they repeat this beat a, a few too many times like right in a row for my for my yeah, personal yeah. taste. Uh, but to, to, anyway, um, so <laughs>
1: i gonna say when he walks into that room, by the way,
0: into <laughs>
1: your hubcaps uh, and what. <laughs>
0: <laughs> expensive alcohol and hubcaps. Yeah. Expense, expensive brandy and hubcaps, something like that. Um, so yeah. What it is? You jive, mother. Uh, <laughs> looking exactly like the you know the last movies Troy or Pierce would have seen about like black culture, like boys in the hood. Like looking exactly like Pierce was watching. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Uh, like the and Wayan, Wayne's Brothers comedy. Uh, <laughs> Man, and that is exact. Sorry if that's too deep a cut.
1: No, no, it's good. It's good. I didn't realize uh, also how there's a lot of referential material in Community that like draws from things. Obviously, Absolutely. saying Absolutely. that is saying that is is quite obvious. Most community one hundred
0: one. Yeah,
1: yeah, but not realizing until maybe just now, but having glimpses before of like how stereotypical Pierce imagines Troy and Abed. And like having, like you just said, seen them in places and not <laughs> realize—I didn't realize it until you said it. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. If you if you were to Google image search the poster for "Don't Be a Menace to South Central," etc., 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 they have exactly the same hairstyle. Nice. Yeah. There's and there's
1: I'm- there's things that I got I that I missed, for sure. I, again, I couldn't play Pokemon because of uh, evolution. So you can imagine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a there's some pop culture you missed over. It's oh, so that ex- again. Gonna cut this out. That does explain what you told me before we started. <laughs> yeah, before. Actually, yes. that yes. suddenly now your whole evil plan is clear as day. <laughs> yes. But
1: if you need to repeat it for your men,
0: <laughs> I understand. Um, okay, so the the Annie Edison psychoanalyzation. Shall yes, we? Please, we'll we'll please play uh, therapist here. Pretend I'm uh, TV's British Perry. I've got my um
1: my flippers and scuba gear on. Let's dive in.
0: So in this story, um, uh, we see uh, you know Jeff is the strong, handsome, dapper uh, romance novel man, and he carries in the the plucky, virtuous school marm with, I think specifically like ample cleavage. Like I'm not just saying that as like a, a pervert. Uh, we all know I am, but the that feels like a pointed aspect of this memory. Am I wrong?
1: No, it's just that you said pointed when talking about boobs. Okay, (laughs) Hey, get the fuck out of my business while you had to tee off on some of my jokes. I had to tee off on some
0: of yours. And and if we we can (laughs) reasonably interpret this story as an analog for Annie's feelings about Jeff and Britta, um, this is pretty damning. (laughs) <laughs> like this is yeah. this is yeah. this is a not a good look. No. Uh, so so we find out quickly that Jeff is a vampire. That he is um, feeds
1: on the blood of the of young women.
0: <laughs> he feeds on the blood of young women. Uh, to paraphrase Jeff Winger, in case you haven't uh, graced the central metaphor of those Twilight books, you devour men are monsters who crave young flesh. Um,
1: so which is often unable to defend itself. The young flesh indeed. That is.
0: Um and and uh Jeff is a, the vampire is of course sustaining himself on uh, uh Britta, who is uh at this point a real, like used up <laughs> goods. Uh you know, a, a, to paraphrase surely a god say,
1: What does he say to her when she speaks? Silence S- you drain st- and
0: tainted stifle what? your slack and maw, you drained and tainted bitch dog. Um <laughs> And to which she, of course, says, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. So, like, okay, to stop for a second and analyze what has just transpired, uh, that, like, she views Britta, who is basically her best friend, you know? If we, if we, as close as, like, any of them are, like, not Troy and Abed best friends, but um one could assume they're pretty close to best friends at this point they don't bring up other friends uh, that she views her own best friend as a used up spent woman who is happy to be rail um and, and <laughs> I meant that just as like run over happy happy to be doormatted by men who will use No her
1: I app. definitely wasn't I, laughing at what it could have meant but now
0: that was I'm, I meant, I'm, silently I'm not laughing at I'm not being job. gross Uh, uh, (laughs) I know what I said sounded bad, but and then I leave. I've out (laughs) of the podcast studio. (laughs) It's just fucking bolt. Yeah, I'm out of here. So that that she views her own best friend that way and that uh, she the season three hits really hard from the beginning. This Jeff and Annie thing. Uh, You know, Jeff is daydreaming about it in the musical sequence. Of course, we have the Model UN episode. You were not here for the recording of that, but Jason and I certainly had thoughts about this whole Jeff and Annie nonsense.
1: Oh, I do Um, believe, I do hope that uh, you eviscerated um
0: yeah, Jeff I was like. His I was like, outlandish
1: I did... and in the out of character fucking.
0: That conversation on the couch where he keeps calling her kiddo, it makes me want to catapult myself into the sun. It makes me want to. <laughs> Yeet me into soul, please. <laughs> Yeet me into space. Like Brad Pitt onto his Tommy Lee Jones dad. Please just push me into the vacuum of space. <laughs> um... Oh, fuck. That's, that's how i good. want to go out when i watch that scene uh that she i remember <laughs> freshman year of college when this season was first airing having a conversation with my friend about like you know a conversation men would have about like well britta or annie and i was always like britta um and uh, my friend argues like no annie britta would try to change you and i'm like my man when she has a chance to fantasize about her relationship with Jeff Winger, her only goal (laughs) is to change him. is Is to change him. That, like, she has the fantasy. And I'm not even, like... That intentional or no is a fairly common dynamic it's like i can sure. fix them i can change them uh folks let me just tell you no you can't <laughs> and i'm just that's advice i'm not even yeah, like no. trying to be like you're mean. just you're
1: just dealing in free therapy right now yeah and, you just uh, can't i want you to uh, be sure to get paid for it
0: the therapist is it uh, I think, like, Lucy from <laughs> fucking Peanuts, I'm just going to shack up at a little roadside lemonade stand with, like, five cents for the therapist is in. Um, yeah. Then that that her whole fantasy is about changing the man that she wants to be with. And then, obviously, she ultimately destroys him as a werewolf, uh, which is another step of our that was
1: Oh, yeah, when you were done, I was going to say, like, specifically That's that, it. like... If she, if her, her, her fantasy had been to try to change him, and then realize like, oh, I could not change him. Maybe I shouldn't have tried. Now that's I a good, destroy. that's a good lesson to teach. <laughs> but instead, it was, oh, I can't change you. Then I'm gonna fucking destroy you. And I've seen that shit happen in real life.
0: Uh, it's that's
1: toxic as fuck. <laughs> Our little FBI agent is growing up.
0: Yeah. Uh, no wonder she becomes a fucking cop. Um, and I'm sorry, Annie. I'm not, I like Annie as a character. I just think we simply must stop and unpack what is happening here. Uh, because as funny as this story is, it has always sat very strangely with me. Like, truly i'm like there i someone needs to write a paper about this scene <laughs> these these two minutes of community i just i i, I i'm not here to condemn annie edison or Edison fans or people that identify with her i just find this story very fucked up it's troublesome
1: that's it's troublesome. Mm, that might be <laughs> i'd be putting it too delicately uh it's problematic it's definitely warning flags all over the place, and like, I'm. I know that you've mentioned before that you are not as disappointed that this show didn't saddle its characters with relationships at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not saddle all of its characters with relationships at some point. You know, flip friends um, aged as poorly as it has. Like everybody goes through several relationships. Same with the ending How I of met your mother. friends.
0: Yeah, everyone is partnered up. How I Met Your Mother everyone is either partnered up or specifically not partnered up. Um, right. It, it, and scrubs. I mean, most shows decide Most shows will go do that
1: because they want to... And, and I think that's a testament to some of community's creativity, and I think that's a... Not, and I don't mean to say that that is a lack of creativity in any of these other shows. I do think when you run 10 seasons, uh, 8 seasons, 15 seasons, whatever... Uh, you start to wring the rag dry and go, okay, what's a quick way we can in inject uh, different situations, relationships? And, like, that's fine. That's a device that's... I I don't dislike any of the shows that we've listed. Well, okay, I do dislike Friends. Uh, and How I Met Your Mother is problematic. But that's beyond the point. Um, uh-huh.
0: It was very important to me for a while. And yeah. there's still parts of it I'm like, that's really impressive. Like, okay, you're doing an episode of how I bet your mother that like takes place in three different periods of time simultaneously. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's impressive.
1: Or, I don't or care or who watching you. Jason Seagull's character deal with his father's death. Like that shit was real. like, I remember when that happened, I was like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. Okay. This shows taking that very seriously. And I thought it would be kind of one of those brush overs, but back to what I was saying. I'm a sure. little bit sad that Community doesn't do the relationship thing, not with everybody, but specifically with Annie, more. Because Mm. this is really the only time we get to glimpse into her motivations as a partner. Like, when she's with Rich, it's like a weird, fun fling that's absolutely never going to work because he's older than Jeff, most likely, probably, but definitely more wholesome. So it can't work.
0: He's also a murderer. It would never work out between the two of them.
1: No, she would have to. She would have to lock him up. That would be a good um, thriller, though. Uh, but still, like, I wish we got more of because, like, I don't want to say Annie's characters one-dimensional because she's certainly not. I don't want to say that she's fully three-dimensional because I think there's certain cases where she's certainly not. But I think that, like, of the characters, giving Annie a foil for the group to grade her on works, which is why I think her and Vaughn worked really well. Because it was like this, it was it was different too, right? In the first season, yes. Annie's like, I'm going to be what he wants me to be. And two seasons removed, having been denied by Jeff on multiple occasions, she's now moved into the, I am the Conqueror. I am going to change whatever I want to be what it's, what I need. Yes. Um, and I just wish we'd, I, I'm, I'm belaboring my point now, but I wish we'd seen more of that. Because I do really like it. It's troubling in this episode, but I do really like seeing that side of that character specifically.
0: Yeah, it's a, you know, this show is much more about uh, a a fraternal love and agape love rather than romance and relationships, especially after season sure. one. we essentially never touch that again. You know, Jeff and Annie flirt, Troy and Britta briefly date uh, if if everyone remembers that. Um, and, uh, you know, we have Jeff and are having secret sex, which I think is a very interesting relationship dynamic. And, you know, on the one hand, I really appreciate that this show didn't force relationship stuff that it wasn't interested in doing anymore. You know, Vaughn was cool. Slater was cool. And I think the show lost interest in doing that. And I would rather them just not do it than them force relationships
1: convince you that they're not tired of it
0: <laughs> yeah force relationships yeah. that the show is not interested in exploring right and well, sure. uh, yeah. none of dan Harmon's other television projects are interested in that either you know rick and morty does not have a rope the one romantic element in the first three seasons is a failing marriage <laughs> Like that is Ooh. the that is the only romance story that we get, besides like one or two episodes where it's like Rick runs into an old fling, but you know what I mean. Uh right. that it I don't I don't think Harmon is interested in that as a storyteller. And I appreciate them not trying to force it, but at the same point it feels very pointed that at the end of this show, literally none of the characters are in a relationship. Like are in a committed, interested, romantic relationship that we know of. I guess we'd never dive into it with Frankie, but it doesn't seem like she is. No.
1: Is there a campaign for Frankie and Jeff?
0: I, okay, you know, I I think it's interesting that the show decides to never fully pin down Frankie's sexuality. I think that's an interesting choice. Uh, and that, the episode where the Dean quote-unquote comes out as gay, dives into that dynamic, I think, really interestingly. But they, I have seen Frankie Jeff, and I support it. Like those yeah. two characters as they exist in season six, I'm like, I get it. Like they're very different, but they are one age appropriate, and two, I think they both having an Olympic gold medal in Jibber Jabber uh, work really well as a sort of back and forth repartee, a sort of second Slater, if you
1: will. Yeah, sure. They're a wine and nice dinner couple.
0: Yeah, not a like...
1: Netflix and chill couple. Which, like, I think Jeff's at the period. It, we're severely jumping the shark, but uh, the me. the they're a um, what was I what was I about to say? They're they're a dinner and fancy. They're a fancy wine and fancy restaurant couple. And what uh, Jeff has matured to, yeah,
0: uh huh. Yeah, you would always be intimidated to ask them to like a double date or to like hang out. But if they ever invited you to the party, you're like, oh, yes, this is going to be like this a is gonna great... be good. <laughs> this is gonna be a good dinner. Whereas, like, I mean, Jeff and Annie, it's just like truly not for me. I just like really don't. I no. get it for. I get it for people that really identify with Jeff that are very attracted to Alice and Bree, and people that really identify with Annie that are very attracted to Joel McHale. I get it for, for those people. Um, I, I also kind of get it for Jeff and Britta. I'm not like a huge shipper in that regard, but I also like, I like their dynamic. I also think they work as like best friends. Uh, yeah, you know, true. when, when she goes to also meet Jeff's dad at Thanksgiving. That episode could either it could be implied that they drive home and they hug, or they drive home and they fuck hard. And it truly right. could go either way. Literally. Um way. Yeah. But Jeff and Britta would be the couple you least want to hang out with in the they would be insufferable. No,
1: I have I have had friends as couples who like drink and you're like oh god stop fighting let's go <laughs> somewhere else why don't you talk to your friends and you talk to your friends and like let that be let's just let's have two parties actually yeah. <laughs> one in the living room one in the kitchen yeah i think i've always been a, a, a annie and troy shipper because it's presented to you and then never pursued um, yeah. but also because i identify with troy and i identify with troy being the athlete and going after the bookish mm-hmm. white girl. Because that's what I did. <laughs> <You> <laughs> that's s- literally what I did. Um, my wife played softball. So she is and was uh, an, mm-hmm. a tremendous athlete. But she was also higher on the class rank than I was. So
0: The academic skill. Yeah. And that... Yeah. That checks out, and there's different, you know, I'm not married. I,
1: and, I'm a, and I'm a fucking dork, y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, exactly. You're doing this show, they know. I'm doing this uh, fucking show, yeah. yeah you've exactly. recorded over 30 episodes of this show. Uh, they know. Uh, and I, <laughs> I also get the, like, Abed and Annie people. I had never really thought about that, but I I get it. You know, I, I kind of, I see the rapport. I see the repartee between the two of them. Um, I don't know. We just got on this long thing about like character just, relationships,
1: just diving into diving into love interests.
0: Yeah, it's I like Jeff nice and Shirley. I've seen a few people pitch Jeff and Shirley, and I think that's interesting. Huh? I think that's interesting. I don't yeah, think it would no, work. No, I think that's interesting. But I think it's interesting. It would have been something that would think, be interesting to explore. Yeah, I don't know if it's because you think you're too old for
1: me, or because I intimidate you sexually.
0: <laughs> oh, she does a hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um. yeah I mean sh- she's had Chang <laughs> she's, a, she's, <laughs> had, she's had Chang and Malco- Malcolm Jabal Warder uh, she you know,
1: survived Chang that's sexual intimidation in a, enough.
0: in a bathroom
1: <laughs> in a bathroom in costumes during a zombie apocalypse
0: where neither of them I think got infected that's just like the end of them in that episode is fucking in a bathroom and then Troy has to save everybody <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's wildly, that's, oh no, they do get infected because at the end of the voicemail, the, oh, yeah, is, yeah.
0: the door gets knocked in. But you don't yeah, see it. Yeah, you're right, you're right,
1: you're right. You right. hear them like, oh God, and then that's it.
0: Yeah, it's like the, And uh, then shot- punches,
1: <laughs> punches her in the face, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, oh, that's right. Shirley, I still don't know what you are, but in your face, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, yeah, it's like the, the special features on the Shaun of the Dead DVD where they like fill in some missing pieces and they're like, no, 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 this person got infected. Here's a little comic strip about it. Uh, yeah, yeah any, exactly. we we segue on are we done with this we one seg- it feels like we've done with, done this, with one. this one
1: yes we've we've made the point i wanted to make which is any uh is perhaps perhaps
0: very toxic
1: <laughs> in a
0: uh, there's a there's a lot to discuss there uh and now season three episode six advanced gay the halfway point of community Once we are done with this episode, we will be halfway through the show. Oh, damn. Really? Isn't that something? That's Uh, wild. I did not realize that. Directed by Joe Russo. Written by Matt Murray. When Hawthorne wipes become a staple of gay culture... Uh, Pierce says an internal war between himself and the whims of his father as to whether or not they should pursue that at the same time, Vice Dean Laybourne of the Air Conditioner Repair School returns to tempt Troy into joining their elite order of guys that fix air conditioners.
1: Yes. Is this the room
0: temperature room? This is the room temperature room. That's uh, one of uh, my
1: fucking favorite
0: bits, dude. <laughs> I am lukewarm but positive on this episode as a whole, but the the section where John Goodman leads Troy down the hallway, explaining the evolution of palm fronds to air conditioner repair school <laughs> yeah. and taking him into have you ever heard of room temperature? This, this is the room. I can't <laughs> tell where my skin stops and the air starts. It's a so good. Top 10 community joke. It's that so there good. is a room that is the the litmus test for room temperature. So good. It's so good. Um so there there's several elements of this episode that simply must be addressed. Pierce's dad <laughs> and the, op-ed the of racism. The yes, and the the op-ed of racism. The Pierce's dad is one of those characters that they make so racist that it's like, okay, but who who do you believe the pure race to be, Kentucky Fried Colonel? Because he... He, he calls d- him Colonel Crypt Keeper? <laughs> Colonel Crypt Keeper. Uh, the... Who's, who wears like a, an elephant to flinch every time oh you see god. an elephant.
1: Oh my god. that Just his entire introduction is so rough. It's so rough. And I don't mean like in terms of writing... It's
0: it's just very funny, but it is uh, also
1: but it's also ooh. like uh He's like no because what does he say? Because wigs are made with the hair from the godless Orientals.
0: <laughs> godless Oriental, you're basically Laplanders. Um, spits. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we're maintaining
1: molecular purity.
0: Yeah, uh, Cornelius Hawthorne is of course played by Larry Cedar, uh, one of uh, the great actors of TV's Deadwood. It, it's just—it's a wonderful performance. I think this actor is younger than Chevy Chase. I think. <laughs> I think it's That's one incredible. Of That's. Very... Uh, let me let me look up the life and times of Larry Cedar, shall I?
1: solid ivory is the only way to be assured of true follicular purity while still identifying myself as a man of means and then britta says i can excuse racism but i draw the line of animal
0: cruelty and shirley goes you can excuse racism this (laughs) is the moment this is where it comes one of the immortal community memes um, of Britta it,
1: doing the, like, hand, arms crossed shake? No, no. I ending. can
0: excuse racism. No, the like, that whole meme format of, like, I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at blank. blank. Uh, and And Shirley <laughs> said, you can excuse racism. It's a classic bit. And, uh, it, again, as I wrote 6,400 words about, for better or worse, Britta Perry is the character of our times. So... <laughs> So all the people that is, like, you know, it, it gets thrown at, I think, Trump supporters a lot. It's like, I could excuse racism, but I draw the line at being mean to women. It's like, what? You can excuse racism? Wait, what? Uh, Larry it. Cedar was born March 6th, 1955. And I haven't pulled up um, Chevy Chase's autobiography, but I have to imagine he was born before that. Uh, born 1943. Cordelia's 12, oh my god. 12 years younger than Jeffy Chase. That's very good. I'd always assumed your dad was dead. Just, you know, mathematically.
1: Oh, man. There's so many, you know, mathematically. There's so many moments in this episode that are just... Uh, like you said, the episode itself is pretty... Meh, it's all right. But, like, there's... Man. Like, when... Layborn and Troy are talking, and he's like, I'm going to do my own thing. And he's like, that's a mistake. And he's like, at least it's my mistake. And he goes, that's still a mistake. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that it's a mistake. And Troy goes, doesn't it? And he goes, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs>
0: it's uh, very good. You know, uh,
1: I'm, it... Pierce's whole stumbling through accidentally saying things that teed the group up for, <laughs> for laughing at him accidentally saying gay things is really funny. It's yeah. It's really funny. Stop putting gay things in my mouth. It's ah! Why'd you want to so take good. his
0: pants off? <laughs> I'm gonna eat his ass in court. Oh it's so yeah. good. You mean those guys were <laughs> just like, That's just, the What does he say? I just thought they were Oh, I can't remember. I just, Fancy just, or something <laughs> like that. They were rich or <laughs> something. something.
1: Like that. Yeah
0: uh it's a it's a good i really like this as a pierce episode i think this is one of the stronger episodes that focuses on pierce especially uh in past season one as like a focal character that we are supposed to like and sympathize with uh i i appreciate that this you know uh, pierce meeting the bare minimum for inclusivity and open-mindedness is
1: quite good i like it yeah the um I love when Abed or Troy shows up from air conditioning repair school and Abed's like, where have you been? Troy's like, i am not allowed to say? He's like, are you Superman? He's like, no. He's like, would you tell me if you were? He's like, yes, I never understood why he cared who knew.
0: (laughs) I tell everyone. I I tell everyone. (laughs) Which is very good. This is one of my favorite Troy and Abed conversations of the entire show. This is uh, so... I can't... But I could tell myself. Can you pretend to be me? I like football, but
1: also I don't... But also I don't? don't. (laughs) With a question mark?
0: (laughs) I'm on it, but maybe Han Solo would know. Don't get cocky. Okay. The
1: number of characters he tries to go into... This isn't working. Oh, it's (laughs) good. It's so good.
0: Is... Very, very good. I like this evolution of the Brita is a therapist plot as well. Again, sorry to be a parody of myself uh, and just talk about Brita all the time. But it's this, like, a- like, her early adaptation to, like, the edible complex, quote unquote, they have to kill their fathers and do something with their mothers. I don't understand. Uh, so. The, the guy
1: can, I mean, <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Even the, the, the guy oh, the fucking. The, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Even that guy has to throw it at her. And, like, I, Jeff is very mean to Britta throughout this episode, but I like that the resolution is, that he's like, I was being a jerk. You were right. Like, you you were, you were correct uh, is, I think, a really good, like, meaningful relationship. Because Jeff, Jeff is mean to Britta a lot. He, he really is, like, the spearheader of people picking on her, but he will also defend her or when the two of them are alone like they really have these nice sweet moments together that you're like right this is like his best friend in the entire world
1: <laughs> i was going to make a joke a second ago and then i went to look up the specific line and then realized i've been mishearing that line for since until today until today oh, in detail. the in the first season in contemporary american poultry when uh abbe is talking to britta and he says the, the idea that you compulsively filter yourself...
0: Makes you I like a flavor said, kind of a flavor?
1: It's not like a flavor kind of a flavor. That's not what he it's says. Not. It says the fact that the idea that you compulsively filter yourself makes your lack of flavor kind of a flavor. Yeah! <gasps> We both had this moment. I'm so glad. I thought for sure I was the only one that, yeah. This person on Reddit's like, I thought he said makes you like a flavor kind of a flavor. But it's makes for lack of flavor kind of a flavor.
0: Fucking almost 11 years. Yeah. I have watched this Chicken Fingers episode more times than I could possibly try and recall. And now that line finally makes sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude yes exactly <laughs> oh my
0: god
1: Oh Maddock sure Communities
0: is going to be so disappointed in me <laughs> 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 oh I'm going to get so many tweets that I was like I can't believe you didn't know oh my career is ruined <laughs> that's
1: alright we have to share this burden on all four of our shoulders no normally because... it's, it's,
0: it's, it's due back to me because I've done it to you and Jace so many times that like my reckoning was coming and you were fucking Bane in the football stadium and you just, <laughs> he's like, knocked out the floor. And I'm yeah. the one guy who's like, I didn't notice. I'm going to keep running. Turn around love and go, guy. all my friends. That's my favorite character in the whole movie is the football player who's so into football. He doesn't notice that like a terrorist has destroyed the football field. <laughs> that is the dumbest movie that I will watch literally at any time. That movie is yeah. so fucking stupid and I love it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so dumb. It's the
1: dumbest movie I can't and won't ever turn off. That is the dumbest book I will ever read, cover to cover. Um, <laughs> so uh, just because I'm here and because we're in the in the mood to blow minds with I thoughts saw, that they didn't, I, they did.
0: I saw that movie three times in theaters. I did. I love it.
1: There's so much of that movie that's awful, and so much of that movie that's okay, and then a few things in that movie that are great. Um, yeah great
0: this, that's a good average <laughs> yeah it's okay it works out I very watchable movie positive. it's not it's like boring a, it just no. doesn't make any sense and it's politics are terrible but I'm like oh this is interesting
1: <laughs> oh I'm, <laughs> and I'm, I'm things, rooting for like, the what? cops
0: against the the poor citizens of Gotham that have felt disenfranchised uh, I'm rooting for the cops in this scenario okay <laughs> okay Who <cool> beans interesting <laughs> <I> guess, <laughs> that's what you want me to do interesting Chris okay <laughs> So what are you
1: saying you my bro what are you saying right now i don't think he knows <laughs> no absolutely not if Tenet's there's this uh, to
0: to paraphrase the great matt gorley he was talking about christopher Nolan, and he yeah, that that christopher nolan doesn't even realize he's putting these things in the movie and then he's like oh shit is that what my movie is about that's not good but i, I gotta finish it <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: committed <laughs> well we're here and uh i guess we gotta just kind of keep going um, so since Sorry. we're in the, in the slightest uh, <laughs> tone of discovering things, do you know what basic Lupine Neurology is in reference to? Dick Wolf. Yeah, I just discovered that, so I'm not yeah, proud of how.
0: Dick, Dick Wolf. That episode puts some fucking respect on Dick Wolf's name, and I do appreciate it. That
1: episode's it. great and cannot wait to talk about it. One wow. of the
0: top five geniuses in the history of television, Dick Wolf. And I cannot get onto it right now. I'm That's not okay. even, well, like... We'll talk Law and Order is not sure. like my favorite show or anything, but like it's undeniable. The worst part, the only bad thing about Law and Order is that it's called Law and Order after like, <laughs> after like, racist Reagan rhetoric, uh, the three yeah. R's, if you will, <laughs> R three, R cubed. Uh, okay, back to back to advanced gay. There is one topic that I feel like we simply must breach regarding this episode, and unfortunately, Jace is not here. Who I think will have a more interesting opinion than the two of us. But I can't discuss this episode without broaching it. So, and I feel like it should be the last thing we talk about. So if you have anything to clear off the deck before that, um, go mm,
1: ahead. I don't think so. Okay. I really, really like when Pierce tries to embrace the fact that this party is happening finally. And they come and ask him what flavor or what kind of rainbow or cookies bitches. he wants. And he goes, rainbow bitches. And
0: they're like... We have peanut butter or chocolate shit. <laughs> we have peanut butter or chocolate shit. That guy's really fun. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, they never bring him back. I don't know that guy's name. He's got good timing. He's very funny. Very um, sure good. So, they, but that is actually a good segue into the thing that I think simply must be broached. Is that this episode, I think... Came under a certain amount of derision for its portrayal of the gay community, and it's not sure. offensive to me. I am I am cis and I am bi, so I am by no means an expert regarding this topic. Uh, and you are straight and cis, <laughs> as a I'm so uh,
1: straight I could hide in the shadow of an arrow.
0: Yeah, exactly. To I think quote Jace in our last episode: "So straight you could cut yourself," <laughs> which is
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's a good line. funny. Um, I, mean, I mean, maybe I'm not so straight I could cut myself, but there's definitely a degree of straightness to me that's, like, noticeable and immutable.
0: Yeah, um, it is what it is. Would I, mean, you, I were, allow you were Chris born Evans how you were born.
1: To, yeah, would I allow Chris Evans to kiss me on the mouth? Yes. Would I return it?
0: Yes. <laughs> I, you are um, uh, gay for play. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, depends on who it is, which I think, in my opinion, others may disagree, that is a perfectly valid place to live. Is that it's like, okay, Chris Evans, Henry Cavill, Brad Pitt in the 90s. Yes. (laughs) You know? And I think that's that's a perfectly fine, you know, it's fine to be gay only for George Clooney. I think there's a slot for that on the Kinsey scale. Gay for Idris Elba only. I think oh, is a I'm valid... On that, I'm on that list. Yeah, I think is a valid place of existence. You know what I mean? And, like,
1: I'm not saying that I would go out of my way to make that kind of contact, but I would be just as pleased hanging out and drinking and, like, talking music with Idris Elba as I would be cuddling Idris Elba, is
0: all I'm saying. Exactly. And, I again, that's a that's a perfectly valid way to live your life. Um, and I... I appreciate anyone that's just like willing to to talk about that kind of stuff, uh, but the I I wouldn't call this episode like offensive or derisive to uh, the gay community quote unquote. It is just like there is only one kind of gay person in this episode, was, and it's like that was
1: my yeah that's why I thought very you
0: were effeminate club gays, which are. A lot of people, like, do not get me wrong. That is a, a perfectly, like, healthy uh, section of the gay community. But it's... It, this episode is very monotheistic in that way. It's like they sure. we only portray one... And you could say, like, there's not enough time. The episode isn't really about being gay... But rather, like, a bigot accepting gay people. Like, I... Listen, I hear you. I understand. I think if community had more gay characters that this would be less of an issue. The, the, my, you know, my issue with bisexual representation in media is not that a lot of bisexuals portrayed in media are, you know, I will use the word slut, like quote unquote sluts. It's my issue that there isn't a lot of other representation. Like there's not a lot of like, uh, uh, closed in bisexual people. It's almost entirely quote unquote sluts. And I don't throw that around derisively. People that sleep around. Shall I say?
1: Yes. Sexually confident people.
0: Yeah, Sexually no, I, I did notice that. You know, whatever.
1: Yeah, sure. I did notice that um, almost immediately the first time watching it, I was like, um, <laughs> but like, that's not gay. That's not all gay is, is what yes. I mean by saying that's not gay. Like, that's not in bold typeface in the Webster Miriam Dictionary, gay. This is, it is like, it's not like any group of people yeah yeah and i think they picked that singular facet because it's the most immediate It's stereotypical uh to some because that's how i've heard many people who are less than culturally aware of themselves just do that like just play act that kind of that brand of um to like make a joke but like
0: no, they, I mean they, but it's they and a lot like, of that is media representation. A lot of exactly, that is exactly. there is usually one kind of gay person that is depicted. Um, and even within this show, you know, Chang doesn't count, even if he comes out as legit gay in the series finale, that doesn't count because you didn't do anything with that aspect of that character. You know, the Dean is something, but that's also usually like a joke. <laughs> it's <laughs> very so rarely he- like Treated as an aspect of the character as a joke is like, what is he? Right, and right. then Frankie, they never specifically Pinned down anything. So, and to my off the dome recollection, that's like pretty much all we get over sure. the course of Community outside of this episode or the episode where the Dean quote unquote comes out as gay, which has a few more gay characters, um, right. but never. It's it, it's hey. It's an aspect of the episode. I, you know, a, a room full of gay men chanting, look at me now, Dad, is objectively <laughs> funny. Objectively
1: Look at me now, Dad! It's,
0: yeah, it's great. It's great. In an episode full of great jokes, that is a great joke. I just, it, it simply must be discussed in relation yeah, to this episode. Yeah. An episode called Advanced Gay. Box. Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking banger. I bet I put it in this episode. Kevin, remember to, Kevin... In The future, remember to put that in this episode. Um,
1: <laughs> and that's Ur- Urbana Champaign, right? With so people that live yeah, in Urbana, better, Cham- any bit know that, that what that's a reference, what that what that name, what that stage name is a reference to.
0: Uh, the Il- University of Illinois, <laughs> Urbana Champaign. Um, well, there's yeah,
1: Champagne Urbana is just like a, a town, a, yeah, I, I guess it's in, two towns
0: in yeah, rural
1: Illinois. Yeah, it looks like. Sasha Valour of RuPaul's Drag Race calls Urbana Champagne their home.
0: So maybe that's all thing.
1: So maybe that, that's. There you go. That's probably why. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's probably why. Hey, you know, we
0: figured some stuff out tonight. And uh, I
1: Google th- searches have revealed many things to us tonight.
0: Yeah, I have seen people ask like, you know, community writers and stuff like, "Oh, did you ever want to have any other drag queens on?" I just I, I that is just outside my my world. Even though I hear RuPaul's Drag Race is a good show. Even though RuPaul is like owns fracking stock. You know, <laughs> so so Ru, RuPaul is unfortunately a rich person, and rich people tend to have some uh loose scruples. Uh yes. we could argue whether or not the money
1: causes that,
0: or is a result of that, but that... It, or both. Or both. Like or probably a combination of the two. Perhaps. tail, perhaps. Indeed. The, the uh, Ouroboros. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's segue into rankings, or, or unless yeah. there's anything else you want to tag out here. No, not at all. Let's do it. Okay. So, the, uh, <laughs> the first end tag, Troy and Abed sewn together. Well... Uh, <laughs> feed hands, Uh, and it's just like Troy and Abed uh, communicating psychically. Uh, Which, my favorite joke of this end tag is Troy sipping a brandy and going, oh, terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Which is uh, definitely how I feel. Troy, I know that feel.
1: Yeah, I think Troy and Abed sewn together should go near Troy and Abed in the morning too.
0: Which is with Rich. With Rich. Right, where or, is, where, or is Troy and I
1: bet in the morning too with Starburns with a holding the turtle.
0: Uh, mm. yeah. The first one is Jeff. The second one is Starburns with a turtle. The third is with Rich. You are absolutely correct. So in the so morning with Starburns. Rich, is two.
1: where's where's the one with Rich? Oh, in the morning with Rich is twenty. So it's right. Oh, above like the two, two starburns. above
0: Starburns. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. It's not as funny as Britta's penis test. Oh my god, I missed that conversation, didn't I?
0: The Britta. Wait. Oh, yeah. No, you did not get to rank Brita's penis test. Was that the last I think one? Was that the? That was in like episode three, which you were the one episode of the show that you were not around
1: for. So, so this episode, episode five, is not this specific, but one of these episodes tonight. Episode five is that her finally like actually looking the at the results
0: those of that test. Oh, you could, you could, you could certainly my... uh, interpret that if you wanted to.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I may have realized that before, but I thought they were yeah. right next to each other, not separated and by um remedial by Chaos Theory. Remedial but they chaos weren't
0: theory. they weren't supposed to be. Remedial Chaos Theory is supposed to be the third episode, but it just took that much longer to write and shoot. Oh. Uh, so they ended so up So they were
1: supposed it. to butt up next to So each they other.
0: were supposed to be right next to each other. Oh, okay. It's okay. it's funny. It's a little it's a little it's a little but I don't like this as much. Also you date,
1: can, you could infer that like taking those tests and then a house party, and then
0: being back at school, would be separated. Yeah.
1: So, and yeah, could on.
0: even, a couple of those could have happened on the same day, or the next yeah. day, or or whatever. Exactly. Um, exactly. Okay, so here, here's the question that we gotta ask. Um, is this end tag funnier than Donald Glover screaming slut? I don't think
1: it's... Oh, no it's not. I did not realize slut was below the train of it in the morning with Rich.
0: I like that end tag more overall, but that is our, that is a great litmus test. Is this above or below? Donald? Yeah,
1: what no, it's things. a great litmus test. It's not above slot. Mm,
0: but, it's you know, once we're in, like, Bert and Ernie, you know, I,
1: I, we can have a <laughs> it's conversation. It's not funnier than Bert and Ernie, though, because
0: okay. he's like, I knew I couldn't do this today. <laughs> you <laughs> like, like vending machine. I know this. I do like vending machine, yeah. But this is about on the same level with vending machine yeah for, for me yeah. i maybe like this one just like op,
1: op. i like it more I, uh, yeah. yeah 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 it's not Voice,
0: voicemail for sure there you <laughs> go the new number yeah. 27 try now put some together
1: hey our man it's troy <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs>
0: uh and now uh i don't know how to describe this one they're playing inspector space time and then an attractive woman walks by and i this is an episode that sneakily hey, has a bunch of line to, how you live in uh, you live? i did i forgot that i stole that from donald glover in this episode um uh, <laughs> how you live in is very funny as like a pickup line it's very good mm-hmm. all right let's use the slut barometer again better or worse than slut
1: Hmm.
0: I would put it just below. Simply, the inspector space time stuff is like aggressively medium for me. Yeah. I
1: kind of like, like it. The final line is very good. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> how you live? And and Abed's pew in the background while he says,
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you know, throwing blog on scum and throwing stuff at Jeff. You know, it's it's cute. It's very cute. Um, yeah. but I don't laugh until hey girl, how you live it. <laughs>
1: Uh, Would that be top. just above Troy and I bet some together or above Flagpole for you?
0: I like Flagpole, uh, so I'll I'll put it right beneath Flagpole. Sure. So another new number 27.
1: Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Uh, Two end caps coming in together.
0: How what you live it. It hasn't happened since like the first <laughs> episode. Yes, <laughs> the, the um, one
1: time it had to happen.
0: Yes, yes indeed. Okay, Congrats. now to the episode I rankings. See. This is the sticky wicket
1: is the sticky what's our litmus test here what's our uh, middle point? it mark? used we're... to be
0: uh, we don't have one anymore romantic expressionism kind of works as one well, how many um, okay. do we have how many do we have total we're on what oh 38? god i mean like 53
1: uh,
0: episodes yeah so exactly 53
1: so we're 20 what six is our middle point
0: our uh yeah i would so on these i'm like okay so let's go to the last Halloween episode, if we're ranking horror fiction in seven spooky steps. Sure. Better or worse than zombies? I don't like this one as much as zombies. I like this no, episode. It's not as good no. as zombies. Um, um, so is it better moving...
1: than basic rocket science?
0: No. Okay. Basic rocket science. There's too many fucking good jokes. I you was know what? My
1: next at... test is going to be football feminism and you, because that's a real good one to...
0: Because that has Troy's to politically conservative high school fight reps which yes, are and that incredible
1: exchange between him and him and, and yeah uh,
0: and yeah and there's no moment in this episode i like more than either one of those two there's just simply isn't
1: might i add that i make the bing bong sing along your team's al gore because your views are wrong i make that joke once a week in my xbox parties with my friends 100 <laughs> um it does, does not fail
0: and I, uh, okay, so I was looking at this list before, just, like, while I was waiting for y'all. Um, <laughs> Asian population studies is kind of where I'm at. I think I like this one more than Asian population.
1: You like but this one more than Shirley giving, that's not Shirley giving birth.
0: I'm no, sorry.
1: That uh, is, is that them voting?
0: Yeah, kettle
1: group. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fun time snack. Okay.
0: Um, but if well, I put yeah, it up against right, early 21st century romanticism, I don't know. I really like that episode. So put it between them. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. That's New number... You just made that really easy. <laughs> I'm I like it more just... than this,
1: but definitely not more than this. What can I do?
0: I just, you know, I, uh, it, it's your list too, bud. <laughs> so if you, if you I had appreciate. strong feelings, uh, I wanted to make sure that, that you were heard. Uh, yeah, so I think us it
1: us should be number one.
0: Advanced Gay is the best episode. Yeah. Advanced, gay, yeah. advanced Gay is better than Remedial Chaos Theory.
1: What if? What? what if, as if.
0: What if we would lose all uh, credibility? We would be thrown out of my Twitter yeah. account would be deleted.
1: <laughs> there would be you would have uh, FBI agents showing up at your door, tearing apart your couch, looking for <laughs> reasons to that you. Then they would leave, saying, "Sorry, you're not more of a risk to your country." <laughs>
0: Uh, hmm. Okay, let's go to the last John Goodman appearance. Is this, uh, is Vance Gay better or worse than Biology 101, our current number 35?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Biology 101's
1: a great episode.
0: It's a good episode. Um, it has a lot of great, it has another great set of John Goodman quotes, but.
1: Michael, introduction to Michael K. Wells.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, but if I'm Being racist on accident. Uh, but if I'm gauging the episodes as a whole next to each other, I think Advanced Gay is a much more solid episode.
1: Hmm. Hmm. As
0: like a full unit.
1: Sure, I can agree with that. There's certainly the arguments that can be made for specifically what you said earlier, right? Pierce's storyline and the Troy and Abed uh,
0: exchanges. Troy and Abed back and forth, another excellent set of John Goodman quotes, and like, we make this place as ridiculous as possible, so no one will believe what you have <laughs> yeah, to which
1: say. Which leads to later Troy shouting, I'm gonna eat space PDVs with Black Hitler, there's nothing you can do about it!
0: Very good. The <laughs> uh, I don't know the difference between plumbing and air conditioning. To me, they seem more or less identical. They're not. They could not be more or less identical. <laughs> Uh
1: okay, you're right. That's definitely better than that. So
0: now we're hitting okay, another big Pierce episode. Is this better or worse than the drug play, Celebrity Pharmacology?
1: Ooh, that's the tricky one.
0: I think I'll I'd give this one a slight edge. Just like a little a little kiss above. Yeah.
1: That one. Specifically in terms of Pierce episodes, yeah. Because sure. we both know that Chang is the one that makes that episode better.
0: Precisely. Precisely. Pharmacology. Yes. Um, Okay, now we're kicking it with aerodynamics of gender. Yay, Se- yay. Secret trampoline and Abed, you and know, Abed mean
1: being a, a yeah, <laughs> being a bitch bot.
0: I love Secret Trampoline. I'm not crazy about Abed Mean Girls. No, so again, I think this one might be just better.
1: <laughs> I like this side, the subtitle to romantic expressionism, because Jace just could not remember
0: can never remember what that episode <laughs> is about. I've described it so many times. The one time I took it off the list, uh, the description off the list, Jace was like, what's this episode? So I put it back on and it's never leaving. Uh, All right. Let, uh, just above. Um, what's English is a second language? That's where they find out Chang's credentials are faked. Oh, oh. I don't think I like this one as much as that one. I think we're just yeah, outside I the top 30. It. I think this is New
1: 31.
0: I like it. S, three, E, six, advanced. Gay. <laughs>
1: I have a button on my computer. Ha! Gay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't believe you don't use that all the time.
1: <laughs> I should use it way
0: more. Yeah, what the fuck? It uh, it's perfect. And it shows up in the Skype recording. So it's like, it's it's a perfect little soundboard for our, for our little audience here. Um, all right.
1: I'll use it next episode, I promise.
0: Perfect. Uh, So we are outside this. Um, I uh, put a little thing on Twitter. Anyone that donated to uh, a link I posted that donated to Biden and a bunch of, like, competitive Senate campaigns that I would give shout-out here in this here episode. Uh, So I I would like to shout-out my own brother, uh, who uh, Twitters, Instas, and Twitch streams, as BLT Sammy, so like a bacon, bacon lettuce, tomato sandwich, uh, BLT SAMMY. Uh, shout out to them, uh, very cool, chill streams. And if you like what we talk about on this show, you will like what they fucking tweet about. It's just nerd shit and community and anime, just like all the crap that we talk about on here. Um, sure. so go follow all that business and then shout out as always to the Lady February, that's a real one. Um, we, uh, love and respect the Lady February. And that's all, that's all I got. Um, this is the first episode that will come out after the election. Uh, I do not know the results of, uh, said election, but, uh, I just want, like, the listeners out there and our, our friends and mutuals on Twitter.com that, like, I'm here for you. I get it. Whatever the results are, like, there's still more work to be done, and- It's okay to take a breath, you know, take a second with whatever wins we got on election night and regroup because it's not over no matter what. And I hope that this show gives our listeners some amount of solace every week. A couple, you know, an hour and a half to two hours to unwind and relax and laugh. And talk about it, and listen to people talk about a show that they like.
1: Sure, sure. If this, if we can provide even the slightest amount of respite, then dope. And I'm glad that we can. And I hope that our ability to remain level-headed and chill—not saying that's always going to be the case, because <laughs> the next few weeks will be tumultuous—but uh, yeah, I'm just glad that we can provide a service if that is in fact what some of you see us as
0: yeah i know it helps me tremendously to do this every week uh and to have this to work on like while i'm working from home to like have this like nice project to do uh between phone calls it helps me tremendously so i can just i hope it helps other people as well yeah even in some minuscule way sure 100 percent 100 percent
1: doing doing the shows always so when it first started it was like fuck yeah and there's been moments where i've been like man i'm tired and then i hop in and instantly have given life just by being in the like chat with everybody it's great uh you and jace are great co-hosts but then now it's like starting to make my family and like surrounding friends like start community over again like my uncle just started it over and watched the first four episodes and was like, these first four are super formulaic. And I was like, actually, it's the first six, and it's on purpose. Uh, and then, like, he asked me one day, like, so Chang's, like, super not good at Spanish, right? And I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely. Um, but it's really fun to, like, finally, and, like, finally, how selfish of me. You should watch my stuff immediately. But, like, to <laughs> finally have the, the, uh, the like, branching effect on like I can't stop talking about it. So now people are finally like, fuck it, final watch it. Um so it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. I love it. Yeah. I love it. We do a cool
0: um, thing. Cool we people. do a cool thing. And it's nice for me and I hope it's nice for everybody else. Uh, <laughs> we will be back next week with hashtag Annie's Move and the first The Dean episode. So everyone fucking Buckle up! Uh, it's gonna guys. be a big one. Prepare thyself. And uh, until then, pop pop, mm, lap lap, plop plop, poop. My plop plop, my pot, plop. <laughs> poop falling out of a butt. My uncle put his finger. in <laughs> <Plop, plop. laughs> What a what a life! What a life! It's Friday night. I'm putting on my highest heels. My shortest skirt, my best device for concealing my penis And I got everything I need ha! I got my body, got my lips, got a pocket full of harthorns A po- po- pocket full of parthorns. I got my body, got my lips, got a pocket full of harthorns my po- po- pocket full of Hawthorns baby, hmm. yeah. That was quite a show